Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. Mother Teresa, come be my light, the private writings of the Saint of Calcutta, chapter 12, continued. A much greater disease is to be unwanted, unloved. In October 1980, Mother Teresa was invited to attend the Synod of Bishops. From Rome, she wrote to Father Vanderpeet, Dear Father Michael, your letter has come with me right up to the Synod. Thank you. God love you. Forgive the long delay in writing. A bishop told me that I will spend my purgatory in writing letters, because I am so bad in answering. However long purgatory may be, there is the beautiful hope of seeing Jesus one day. You must be alone with Jesus in retreat in Canada by now, and I am sure you must be praying for me, for you can imagine me in the Synod with all the big people of the church. I had to speak, and I asked the Holy Father to give us holy priests if he wants families to be holy. Many of the bishops said thank you. Jesus once more did it in his own way. Your beautiful letter, so full of Jesus, has been a gift of Jesus to me. Christ's love is stronger than all we have or are. Let us grow more and more in the likeness of Christ, so that all we meet, when they look up, see only Jesus in us and through us. I find this little prayer a great help. Jesus in my heart, I believe in your faithful love for me. I love you. Or, in union with all the masses being offered throughout the world, I offer thee my heart. Make it meek and humble like yours. Pray this prayer for me sometimes, for I ask for only this that my heart be like his, meek and humble. Pray much for me as I do for you. Let us keep the joy of loving Jesus in our hearts and share this joy with all we meet. Yours in Jesus, Mother Teresa, M.C. The assurance that Christ's love is stronger than all that we have or are had helped her not to succumb to the interior darkness and the pain of nothingness. It was in this state when she felt that in her heart there was no faith, no love, no trust, that she had formulated the prayer, Jesus, in my heart, I believe in your faithful love for me. I love you. Later, she would alter the prayer by replacing faithful with tender. Though Mother Teresa felt uneasy, though Mother Teresa felt uneasy about addressing big people at the Synod, she was convinced that Jesus was using her to proclaim God's great love for his poor. Her simple but eloquent message was a summary of what she had been living for 30 years. 
Through her interior darkness, she was well acquainted with the feelings of being unwanted, unloved, uncared for. She knew that this deep pain was far worse than any physical disease. In her address, she pointed especially to loneliness as a new kind of poverty. Recently, a man met me on the street. He said, are you Mother Teresa? I said, yes. He said, please send somebody to my house. My wife is half mental and I am half blind. But we are longing to hear the loving sound of a human voice. They are well-to-do people. They had everything in their home. Yet they were dying of loneliness, dying to hear a loving voice. How do we know someone like that is not next to our house? Do we know who they are, where they are? Let us find them, and when we find them, love them. Then, when we love them, we will serve them. Today, God loves the world so much that he gives you, he gives me to the love the world, to be his love, his compassion. It is such a beautiful thought for us and a conviction that you and I can be that love and compassion. Do we know who our own poor are? Do we know our neighbor, the poor of our own area? It is so easy for us to talk and talk about the poor of other places. Very often we have the suffering. We have the lonely, we have the people, old, unwanted, feeling miserable, and they are near us and we don't even know them. We have no time even to smile at them. Tuberculosis and cancer are not the great diseases. I think a much greater disease is to be unwanted, unloved. The pain that these people suffer is very difficult to understand, to penetrate. I think this is what our people all over the world are going through, in every family, in every home. This suffering is being repeated in every man, woman, and child. I think Christ is undergoing his passion again, and it is for you and for me to help them, to be Veronica, to be Simon to them. Our poor people are great people, a very lovable people. They don't need our pity and sympathy. They need our understanding love and they need our respect. We need to tell the poor that they are somebody to us, that they too have been created by the same loving hand of God to love and be loved. In this very suffering, her own and that of her poor, Mother Teresa recognized Christ once again reliving his passion, now in his distressing disguise. At the beginning of her work among the poorest of the poor, she had exhorted her little band of followers to find Jesus in the dark holes of the slums, in the most pitiful miseries of the poor. Now she found him as well, in the loneliness 
of the well-to-do. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, our guardians, dear, to whom God's love commits us here. Ever this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, gentle guide of youth, patron of thy own, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Who are these big people that Mother Teresa had to talk to? Well, they were the bishops of the Catholic Church. After the Second Vatican Council, there began to be, every couple of years, a synod of bishops in Rome to deal with more pressing questions, to think through certain problems. And Mother Teresa was asked to speak. The Pope was there. Bishops from all over the world were there. And she spoke to them about loneliness. She spoke to them about this disease that is afflicting so many people. In what year was she speaking? 1980. And she asked questions. Do we know who's living next to us? Do we know what people are going through? But notice that Mother Teresa connects this kind of suffering with Christ himself. And when she helps a lonely person, when she is able to be a loving presence, a loving voice, when she can help them to feel wanted, cared for, she recognizes that she's living out the moment of Christ's life when he was supported by Veronica and by Simon. Those are the fifth and sixth stations of the cross. They follow upon the fourth. Jesus meets his blessed mother. And our blessed mother, seeing the loneliness of her son, seeing the condition he was in, prayed. And God brought forth by his providence a man, Simon, and a woman, Veronica. And Simon, in his own way, was able to help Christ carry the cross. He was able to be his companion. And Veronica, with her love and her tenderness, wiped his face. Let us not forget that we don't all see the suffering Christ in others in the same exact way. And we're not called to respond in the same exact way. Simon of Cyrene responded to the lonely Christ in the way that he could, and Veronica in the way she could, he with physical support even, he with an arm around Christ's arm, probably saying nothing, but being there with him, being his brother, and Veronica who couldn't carry him physically, was able to, with all of her love, and all of her tenderness, find a way to show him compassion, wiping his face. And so tonight, let us ask our Lord that we will never give up trying. Do we make mistakes? Do we fail? Yes. 
But notice that mother never stopped trying to learn. She kept learning here in 1980. She's been in it 30 years and she's discovering new ways to answer the call to quench the thirst of Christ. And also notice how she changed this little prayer she loved to say. She first realized that she could pray this prayer, Jesus, in my heart, I believe in your faithful love for me. I love you. But over the years, she changed faithful to tender. You and I are not Mother Teresa, but you and I also cannot stop trying. We cannot give up. We cannot be discouraged by our own failures. Onwards and upwards. If Mother Teresa had things to learn, so do we. Alleluia. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.